They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that's never been diagnosed as Indigo Children. Or fans of the Indigo Girls. This is Hysteria 51. Closer I am to no, stop. No, keep up. Said, no, no. We are Seabot, not, not stop. Stop it. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, we are your hosts and indigo extraordinaires. That's I'm John Goforth, and this, this is Brent Han. I can't believe he played the Indigo Girls. I literally, and I, I don't think I'm stressing this enough, I hate the Indigo Girls. You're just giving him ammunition. I mean... No. Stop. All right, enough with that. And Brent, since we're talking about some out there stuff tonight, we thought we'd... Bring in the most out there guy we know, or at least the most neurotic. Welcome to the show. Back again, Mr. Kevin Crispin. His name is... Kevin! 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 Crispin. Kevin Crispin. You know, I've been trying to tell you something about my life uh, to give you insight between black and white. The best thing you ever did for me... Was you to stop help it. Take my life stop less it. Just, no, you, just, you already know. It's only life after him. all. You know what? We let you come back and you do uh-huh. this. Yeah. We're, pretty soon you're not going to be welcome back. Well, I'm trying to get to Joe Peck level. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. He's still out front, so you can go yeah, out there with him yeah. if you want. I stepped on him when I uh, when I sent <laughs> Ray to get me water. You idiots forgot about me. For, forgot is a strong word. That other voice you're hearing, like a speaking spell that needs a 12-step program, is the one, the only, Conspiracy Bot. Needs is also a strong word. Conspiracy Bot is a robot I created in my lab to help make our lives easier. Instead, he constantly insults and annoys me, drinks too much, and maxes out. Well, I say mine, but I put them all in my wife's name, so my wife's credit cards. You know? <laughs> so, so he's kind of like your own personal teenager. <laughs> right. Yeah, careful what you wish for. Exactly, exactly. Now, gentlemen, gentlemen, yes. tonight we're talking Indigo Children. I know, and as you guys know, I'm a huge Green Lantern fan, so the Indigo Tribe, which is one of the, the factions in the, we, the Rainbow of Lanterns, I couldn't believe we, you finally picked a topic I was interested in. Can we cut in. his mic off? Yeah, I, I, I just had a stroke. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah I saw you lose some time. Yeah. In brightest day, in blackest night. No evil. Literally, we will cut his mic. Oh my God! Let you, those who worship he wears a light, ring. Beware a my ring. power, oh my God. Green Lantern's light. He's creepy. He's creepy. All right. So, Indigo children are not lanterns. They are kids that either a could have superpowers or b just need some Ritalin. Mm. Regardless of that, I think it begs the most important question we will ask tonight: What superpower? Would you give your 10-year-old self? Well, if I was lying, I would be sight beyond sight, but I don't want that. I want a real one. Indestructibility, uh, like invulnerability. And with that would have to be super strength because, you know. Yeah, that's two. Okay. It, it's all, okay. <laughs> all the powers of, of Green Lantern, then I have all that. See, I just said it. There. Okay. Okay. Give me the you're, ring, you're baby. You're ruining the spirit of the discussion. Why? By he, picking my superpower? He is playing a 10-year-old, though. That's that. Yeah, yeah, but when when is his mic getting cut off? <laughs> I, I'm working on. I really okay, am from the production. On, I'm sorry. Ray doesn't really job. know how to produce. I made sure he can, he can't get to my. He shit. just sits there. 
Mm-hmm. Right. The least you can do is take down his gain. Okay. So, <laughs> so Brent's bullshit answer. Kevin, what would you give your, what power would you give your 10 year old self? Um, the power to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is going swimmingly. I'm just going to say the ability to fly and move on because this was a terrible idea. Man, did you see, what was that movie where those guys really get the happy. power to fly and telekinesis and stuff and they realize when you go up in the air, it, it's freezing. So every time it's the summertime, but they're in like parkas and stuff like yeah. that. It was really realistic. This is a, yeah, because uh, I was just on a flight back from the UK and I looked over yeah. at that thing and it said outdoor temperature, negative 67 degrees Fahrenheit. That's hilarious. We were just on the last one and it was literally negative 67 degrees. Now that makes me wonder if that's just what they put on there. It's a conspiracy. Can we do a show about that? We can. <laughs> it's a balmy 84. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. John, I want to bring this home because I think I can tie it in. I was looking at your son the other day when we were all hanging out, and his aura was this lovely shade of indigo. Do you, do you ever think of your child as special? I, I do in the sense that he's um, a special guy. I well, like him a lot. You're in luck because there's a test that we can do to find out if that indigo can actually lead to him being an indigo child. Can we go back to you seeing auras? You know, is he a little bit unusual? You know. Yes. Uh, does your child possess supernatural traits? Most certainly. Does and, he wear a cape? Yeah. How about super... Abilities. Absolutely. Well, if you answered yes and you did to all those, you have yourself an honest to goodness indigo child. Make sure to exploit him to the fullest of your potential. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm actually on board with that. Let's do it, Siba. Those are what they say the traits you need to be an indigo child. How do you how do you perceive someone's aura? When we were in college, someone had an aura photographing camera, I remember, and mine was like yellow. Or no. Orange is it yellow. Was orange. yellow. Orange? It's probably orange. Black. Orange. You're for, you're confusing yellow with black again. That was. That... Are you colorblind? <laughs> Are you aura blind? I'm I think aura, aura blind. blind. <laughs> I don't think, aura I think color blind would confuse yellow and black. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> quite a jump. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, RG Biv. Yeah. Let's break it down a little further, though. There are other traits that they have to have for someone to be considered a true indigo child. They are empathetic, curious, and strong-willed. What child isn't, though? I mean, that's, you know, hey, okay, whatever. They're often perceived by friends and family as being strange, also called Chopek syndrome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. They possess a clear sense of self-definition and purpose. Now, that's a little bit more or less, you know, a lot of child and children don't have, you know, clear self-definition and purpose but you know whatever that's but that's also one of those things that's really hard to define yeah, exactly <laughs> well, this was this was starting to make me think of have you guys ever had your palm read oh oh yeah when yep. you, you have your palm read and they look at it they go oh oh you've been in a relationship you know what you want in life yeah you had some trouble growing up if i was a palm reader just one out of every like 10 or so i'd be like ah, get out get, <laughs> get out fuck out <laughs> would you ever give him the stink palm no that's the other that's the other nine they call that a, a cold read it's using traits and factors that everybody would want to see to um to elicit a, a positive response and i suppose you're implying here that that's what they're doing with indigo children yeah well yeah that's right but he goes on how would you give him an indigo aura hey excuse me i told you i'm like brent i'm a aura uh color uh, aura blind yeah, so so you just you would you don't address that part we of it. No, that's right. I'm going to go ahead and just overcome. act like you didn't ask me that. <laughs> There's other things though. These children show a strong, innate, subconscious spirituality 
from early childhood, which, however, does not necessarily imply a direct interest in spiritual or religious areas, whatever that means. How fucking ambiguous is that shit? Yes. Subconscious yes. Spiri- spirituality. Wow. I'm not religious. I'm just spiritual subconsciously. That's that's your child. They also have a strong feeling of entitlement or deserving to be there, here, whatever. That sounds like a child. Every yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High intelligence quotient. I was checking them all off until I got to that one. Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. Inherent intuitive ability. Well, you know, palm reading like we were talking about. That one's a little bit more woo-woo than some of the others because that makes it sound like, you know, that weirdo. Like Brand Stark. Just that oh, dead-eye stare. Right. Well, it's like the whole... Uh, um, I'm I'm intuitive. I I know what you're thinking. Uh huh. Right now you're thinking that I don't know what you're thinking. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing. Uh Intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also resistance to rigid control or authority. (laughs) So like your teenager, you know, or Seabot. Everyone. And doesn't this all describe Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes? (sighs) Right. Yeah. Right. These children may function poorly in conventional schools. Due to their rejection of rigid authority, their being smarter or more spiritually mature than their teachers, and their lack of response to guilt, fear, or manipulation-based discipline. So before we <sighs> before we move on, let's these we, are literally how they describe them. We've we've hit the we've given a negative tone to to each and every one. On the positive side, if if indigo children really exist and they're exhibiting these powers, these are people that can see through you. These are people that can read everything around them. They know they look at you and know what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your heart and what problems you're going through and maybe even how to help. They can see your aura. They know when your aura is bright. They know when it's dim. They are the most empathetic people in the world to where it almost gets to the ability to read minds. Mm-hmm. They are essentially, if you were a uh, Star Trek The Next Generation fan, they are essentially Betazoids. You know, Deanna Troy Counselor was... Deanna, uh, oh, right. I'm sorry. Commander Deanna Troy. Oh, yeah, I guess she actually mm-hmm. did move up in the world. What a hot piece of Trek that was. <laughs> but th- that's what Indigo Kids are, essentially. I think, yeah, and to kind of, on top of that, John, I think the most important thing is it's is empathy, right? And if these kids are, if they're, in, if they're not any, even anything else, and they're just empathetic, and they're able to be there with people and help them out, I think that's an amazing thing. But the problem is, and we're going to get into this, you're probably thinking, wait a minute, this sounds so hokey. Well, there's a lot to this that we're going to unpack. You would be right to, to poke some holes in this. According to research psychologist Russell Barkley, that whole New Age movement has yet to produce empirical evidence of the existence of indigo children, as the traits most commonly attributed to them are closely aligned with something called the Foyer Effect. It's so vague that they could describe nearly anyone or anything. Like like Kevin, like you mentioned earlier with cold Right. Reading. Many critics and people, you know, that, that that speak out against this see the concept of indigo children as made up just extremely general traits. A sham diagnosis that's an actually an alternative to medical diagnosis with a complete lack of science or studies. It this was like a precursor to the anti-vaxxer. It was the anti-helping out, anti-getting children not, help not in, to a, the, in a way. Not to the extent that anti-vaccine is, because no, if you no. don't do it, they, they could literally die within months or years. And uh, many uh, other people could and be many other, Right, mm-hmm. right. But also, but it is somewhat, uh, um, it can be viewed as science-denying. Right? right, right. Now, they would argue that the, that the traits that you're pointing to 
are not indicative of negative things, but they're indicative of being an indigo child. But many, and we'll get into this, many of those traits are also indicative of ADHD, ADD. We're going to get into all that, yeah. Yeah. Let's actually, it's very new age and out there, the whole thing. Let's head to break. When we come back, we'll talk where it comes from. Could it be true? And actually, you know, who's claiming that they are one or is one? That's coming up on Hysteria 51. I mean, if they are real, I'm one. Uh, I was one first. I are one also. I'm beta Zeta. I wish I was one. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. (laughs) In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, they design it for long-term retention, you know, and uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to him, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. 
All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Wait, is this like a Indigo Girls outtake? TNG is the way to be. Uh, TN- <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Like During break... Generation. Yeah, that's right. During break, mm-hmm. Kevin was asking about... Uh, my Star Trek affinities, and I said, well, by far, I'm first and foremost into the next generation. Mm-hmm. Also, really like the original series. Uh, starts to go downhill from there. Hated Voyager. Deep Space Nine was just okay. Uh, Brent, Deep Space you Nine met- is a, uh, it's a, uh, uh, a space station, right? It is, okay. in Deep Space. It's number nine. Uh, um, mm. Yeah, it's a clever name. <laughs> Brent, you were saying how uh, a lot of folks... Uh, Claim Deep Space Nine is like the definitive yeah, series. Yeah, a lot of people do, and I, do I only really? tried watching it in the very beginning when it came out, and I quit watching. I didn't enjoy. It. Maybe I, maybe I missed out. I don't know. I didn't give it a fair shake. But that's who people are like. Have you oh. ever, have you ever rubbed a Frankie's ears? I mean, mm. <laughs> oh, have I? I mean, <laughs> you ever danced with the devil in a pale moonlight? <laughs> don't rub another man's rhubarb. Never rub another man's rhubarb. All right, enough with Star Trek: The Next Generation. Not that you can ever have enough, but let's get back to Indio. Let's get let's back to, to India. <laughs> I mean, me, Chennai, me, me, Chennai, me, 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 Chennai, me, me, Chennai, Chennai. It's a billion people trying to get across one road. That's India. Me, 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 and a few me. cows. Yeah, right. And we More than a few yours. cows and lots of stray dogs. <laughs> that is true. That's right. You uh, you spent some time there. Yeah, I you spent- got sick there, didn't you? Actually, I I honestly didn't because I, all I ate was uh, garlic cheesy bread from the Pizza Hut. <laughs> garlic bread is the the manna from God. Yeah, it is when when you don't like Indian food. I love Indian food. But over I, there they call it food. Yeah, that's true. yeah, right. That's true. That's Sorry. True. That's no, I was true. there for three months. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Well, yeah. Did you feel more cultured when you came back? Uh, I felt much more. Uh, I didn't take a lot of stuff for granted as I did before I went. Uh, I felt much more what, like shots. <laughs> I got the shots, uh, and I was on malaria pills. You ever want to have? Some- no, not those shots. Not those. No, 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 no. Uh, I I just realized how good we have it here when uh, yeah. when I was over there yeah. for three months, and uh, they are some of the nicest. Did you go people see you'll ever the the cosmic barber that. and get the cosmic head massage where he channels the literally look this up if you don't know what I'm talking about channels the powers of the universe through you and and aligns your chakra can we stop the show because I need to look this up too <laughs> so indigo child idea the idea is based on concept developed in the 70s by Nancy Ann tap is a tap or tape do you know how to I say think it? I'm gonna go I'm, I'm going tap yeah we're gonna call it tap it, tap that Nancy uh, in 82. <laughs> Little little laugh. Weren't you 70s. in that band in college? Tap that Nancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's until a the lawsuit. Guitar player. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was the first person to hook up effects pedals to a guitar at a retirement home. 
So is that is that like on Wikipedia? I mean, we need to we need to write that down. It's somewhere. on Brinipedia. I'm on it. Brinipedia. Yeah, right yeah, get that down. Somebody Ray, go buy go. that domain. <laughs> so in '82, uh, Nancy published a pamphlet, which she expanded and republished in paperback form as a book in '86, as "Understanding Your Life Through Color." Can I and ask it a was question? All, you sure can. Uh, was it spelled S? Uh, excuse me, T H R U for through. That is true. That was in the title. of the That book? is a, a I, I wrote down the title, so and forget it, and I took it directly from her T H R U. Okay, through color as a pamphlet. Now, all if right. you can't, if you're not following along, that live through color is all about auras and the colors and what they actually mean. Okay, so here's an interesting, interesting. Uh, I just looked this up. You can buy the used version from the '80s. And it says, understanding your life through color, T-H-R-U. You can buy the updated version, just like the basic on Amazon. Understanding your life through color, T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Looks like somebody did a little editing. Yeah. You know what? I like like it if she would have stuck to her guns. So I'm going to give Brent a ton of credit here for going OG, the original. Uh, That's research. That's research. Unlike most of the time. I did not buy this book. I buy a lot of the books. And <laughs> you didn't read buy them. this. No, this one is not on my shelf. Did you buy the pamphlet? No, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I, I like when you go, when you buy a lot of these books. It'll have mass paperback you know, version. It's just the cheaper version. I'll mm-hmm. be like, that'll work. You know, like that'll work. She, Meanwhile, I'm the asshole that like, oh, there's yeah, the one copy back. of the hardback and it's fifty three dollars. Well, I mean, yeah, the, but you have an amazing. Sorry to get off track. You have a beautiful book collection. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm one of those weird people. I don't like Kindles. I don't like reading on electronic things. I'm just a. I'm a book dude. Yeah, that's. I fair. wish it was kind of like a comic book where you could buy the book and then it gives you like the electronic copy with it. Almost <laughs> like that'd be all right if I wanted to. Because sometimes you want to not take the book with you and keep going. You know, but you know, anyway. would be better than that. Buy the uh, buy the regular version and get the audio book with oh, it. Oh, there you go. I could be down with that. In this book, though, she introduced the concept of life colors defined in her book as the single color of the aura that remains constant in most people from the cradle to the grave. Mine is strikingly beautiful. I doubt that. No. Actually, he wouldn't have one. Would I don't he? think so. Is he alive? I have stolen tons of auras. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, you're, you're welcome for that one, C-Bot. Now yeah. get away from me, dude. <laughs> he does touch him a lot. He does. Uh, c- more importantly, Cradle to the Grave. Great DMX Ooh. movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, fight me, ninja. Uh. Ugh. Is that what DMX sounds like? In my head. I mean, what when you think of DMX, you know, oh, yeah. What was the name of the DMX Steven Seagal movie? <laughs> Cradle to the I, Grave. I, 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 <laughs> probably Cradle to the Grave. <laughs> Point Kill. <laughs> Take random words and put them together. That's, that's how they named all of this. Nancy did have a student, Barbara Bowers, and she published What Color Is Your Aura? Question mark. And that's kind of when... This whole concept caught on. Nancy actually stated that during the late 60s and early 70s, she had began noticing that many children were being born with indigo auras, or in her terminology, with indigo as their quote-unquote life color. How do you get exposure to newborns so frequently that you start to notice patterns? Yeah, what was her job? <laughs> she Maybe did. she was a midwife. I mean, that's possible. That's, a that's midwife. Good, a midwife. That would, if, if she was, then I'm on board. If, she, if her job was, like, accountant, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a problem. Uh, I'll give you 10% off if you bring your baby in and I can stare at it. <laughs> just, just you want to like, hold it? No. Just two for two to three two hours. One. Yeah, two for one deal, too. Yeah, yeah. here's a twofer. I, I wonder if twins have the same aura, though. Uh, oh, I... I, I, I actually know that, no, they don't have to have the same aura. No, I, I, I know that's completely not true because Kirby Puckett's aura was completely different than... His brother Sebastian Puckett? No, another member of the twins. Oh. Kent Herbeck? Thank you. 
I mean, they were great in the 90s, so I guess, or over there, it was just whatever color the twins are at that day, purple. So no, that was the other Minnesota native, Prince. Prince. Now, his aura was definitively purple. Yes. I, I, I probably rained his aura all the time. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. Let's get back. So after she had put these things out there, Lee Carroll and Jan Tober ran with these ideas even further. Husband and wife self-help lectures. They wrote in 1998 a book, The Indigo Children, The New Kids Have Arrived. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Was that so, the name of like their third album? Uh, Indigo oh, Children. Yeah. <laughs> the New, have the arrived, new Kids Have arrived. arrived. Step by step. Oh. Ooh, baby. So this concept, it gained a lot of popular interest with these publications of books, and they're actually films start trickling in in the late 90s. And in 2002, the first international conference on Indigo Children was held in Hawaii. Now you're thinking, what? 600 damn people showed up in Hawaii to talk. It's not easy to get to Hawaii. I got to be honest. I'd go if like somebody was... Uh, it's on. What's the conference on? Actually, I don't care. When's the when's the flight leave? But you exactly. won't go with me to the Crystal Skull conference. It's only like twenty minutes from here. Yeah, but it, that's in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. I want to go to Hawaii. Pyramid. I want to go to Hawaii. There's in a, a Crystal Skull conference. It's two hundred dollars just to go, but it's in a pyramid. It's just north of the city, and you get lunch. Oh, oh lunch. two hundred I mean, lunch. I remember the lunch. I better get Ray's, a bag of chips. Ray's driving us. Yeah, that's the way it's going to work. Several films <laughs> have been produced on this subject, including 2003 feature film Indigo, and in 2006, this documentary, The Indigo Evolution. Did you know that there's also um, a a small but um, virile, let's say, um, <laughs> uh, 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 music category of hip-hop that's all about uh, and for Indigo kids? Really? There are rappers who, um, I forget the name of the band, we'll look it up, hold on a second. Here we go, I just found an article about it from the website RapFest. Is the hip-hop ecosystem big enough for new micro-genre of indigo rappers? They actually, Vice did a story on it too. Did they? Um, yeah. Here, some, some of the bands are... Well, if they're the same bands that Kevin listened to, it's Twisted Fister and uh, The Bungholes. And what else do you listen to? I can't remember. Uh, well, uh, The Butthole Surfers too. Oh, Love the butthole surfers. She would share and share an outlook on the topic of disease. Here, there's there's an indigo rapper named named Rory. Rory. There's another indigo rapper uh, named Jaden Smith. Whoa, uh, God! Who first rapped alongside Justin Bieber in Never Say Never? Uh, I just knew that off the top of my head. Jaden Smith is that is that the Jaden Smith? Yes. No, is it? Yes, it is. I'm sure he thinks he's an indigo child. Oh God. Okay. I mean, I bet Will Smith thinks he's an indigo child too. I don't know. Well, maybe not. He's a no. Scientologist, maybe, so maybe that's we'll, probably... Is he really? Is he really? Scientologist? I believe so. Yeah. Really? I'm learning all kinds of things in this episode. So, John. Yes. What do they think they are, these indigo children? Well, they it ranges. Some believe they're just the next stage in human evolution. Never will happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but actually, it, uh, interesting fact, the only ones who think that are the ones with the gills behind their ears. That's true. Yeah. Well, no. In some cases, they believe they possess paranormal abilities. So they're just more paranormal in nature rather than the next step of human evolution. So it's like telepathy like, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, telepathy. All the way to the belief that they are just more empathetic and creative than their peers. So uh, from one end of the spectrum to the other. I think the people that get highlighted on uh, some of the 
stories you'll read and 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 videos you'll watch are more on that mm-hmm. that far end of the spectrum, <laughs> right? <laughs> that believe that they are some sort of well, new evolution or or that they're just a different animal than the rest of us. Here's the thing: we've done a lot about just this woohoo talking about it and stuff. Let's go to break. When we come back. Let's talk about the bad side of this and what what the repercussions Ooh. could be. Let's get back to that and and proof if it exists. For Indigo Children. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. <laughs> On Hysteria 51. Indigo rain, indigo rain. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Oh, God. Sorry about that. Uh, All right. All right. So the most important question that could come out of this episode so far, uh if forced to choose, Indigo Girls or New Kids on the Block? Indigo Girls. I do love the Sisters. I actually like the Sisters. I actually like the Indigo Girls. Do you know they do a really good cover of a a Clash song? Clampdown? Yeah. I didn't. New Kids on the Block, though, has the... uh, the I, staying power with now forty-year-old women that are and like my sister loves new kids. Saw them oh, in concert. My, my wife saw them. Well, she saw them in concert when they were originally right. yep. uh, big, and and I think actually went back to some sort of thing with like them and the Backstreet Boys or something yeah, like it's, that. It's uh, now uh, NKOTBB. B. Are you are you making that up? No, it's, no, like no, it's they, just they, it's it's on the Backstreet Boys. So, <laughs> so my my parents just came back from from St. Louis. That was quick. From a with a uh, like they're doing a '80s tour thing. Um, uh, Your parents still do the the NKOTB tour around the world. Yeah, uh, not so much. Is your mother Donnie world. Wahlberg? <laughs> More, how many how many scrunchies does your mom own? <laughs> She's lost a lot of them she, over the years. She keeps them. She keeps them all together with her slap bracelet collection. Just yes, on, on on the bathroom door. Yeah. 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 Ever taken a part of a slap bracelet? It's just part of a of a. a Don't give it away. A, oh, I measuring tape. Yeah, it's a measuring tape. <laughs> is that really all it is? Yeah, well, the ones I took apart. I mean, oh. I did that with the Stretch <laughs> Armstrong. <laughs> I, I did that with the Stretch Armstrong. I glow in the dark now. Oh well, I shit. watched We're an entire documentary <laughs> on the guy. I don't remember if it was a short form documentary or a regular one, but on the guy that invented slap bracelets. Yeah, uh, went for a wild ride and 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 wound up losing a bunch of money. Oh wow. So him the and guy who invented the pet rock, maybe. I'm yeah, not remembering um, the story, but go go watch I, it. Okay. Look at my. I have a USB pet rock. It's for the future. That's what that is. I it's, just was. You know what it does? That. Absolutely nothing. 
Just like a real pet rock, but it has a USB plug in. And look, it's plugged in. Going back to the Scissor Sisters, I uh, while I enjoy them, there's like a newer version of that band. Not that there's anybody in the bands that are related, but like I think of in the same ilk that I love a lot more. The Struts. You ever listen to the Struts? Oh, no, I haven't. Often check them out. Okay. Really, really good. Speaking of, uh, the Struts are shocking. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just, I have to throw this out there. The Sister Sisters do have a song called Paul McCartney. Thank oh. you. All right, let's get back to this. The proof is in the pudding or the, the children. The important stuff. More crap. Just ask them. They'll tell you. All these people. Seriously. No scientific studies have gave credibility to the existence of indigo children or their traits. And in fact... There is a sad and scary side to this. There really is. We are not, we're not joking now. Uh, some parents choose to label their children who have been diagnosed with learning disabilities as indigo children, in, in other words, to give them an alternative diagnosis. Yeah, and critics view this as a way for parents to avoid considering pediatric treatment or psychiatric diagnosis for their, their children, and that's a scary and very sad thing. And this is an important time in their lives when it can help they're still young, and yet parents are making these weird excuses like not getting them vaccinated and saying, oh, you don't have ADD, ADHD, autism, anything like that. You're special, you're an indigo child, and you're better than everyone else. That is else. just such a, uh, such a strange form of denial. And it's, <sighs> yes, it, it and really it's really, is. It's really a, a tough – like anti-vaxxers are really easy to call out. It's like either you get the shot or you don't, and if you don't, you're bad, like in, in my mind. Like mm-hmm. – uh, you should get vaccinations. There are so many. There, there are varying levels of of ADD, ADHD, autism, and those varying levels can be marked by the need for intervention and medication, or not the need for robot. I'll try to solve them next time. Go on, my bad. Sorry. Keep going as you were. Oh, no, just trying to make a, a point about the poor kids that are our future. Uh, no, it's fine. Thanks for hey, that. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> Teach them well. The children Let them lead the way. Future. Don't give them false Ooh. hope by calling them indigo children. Give them what they need. But, but seriously, though, this is a very important thing. Not making light of this. Some listed traits used to describe indigo children have been criticized as we did being vague enough to be applied to most people, a form of the Barnum or the forer effect. It, it's literally that uh, it's psychological phenomenon when individuals give high accuracy ratings to descriptions of their personality that supposedly are tailored specifically to them when in actuality, it's just vague general things. It's this wide range of people that are doing this. Did someone say horoscopes? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's it's you're taking these well, you'll feel that you have this or that or the other, and and it can be applied to anyone. But they see it as it only, it's specifically me, 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 and this is my child. Sarah W. Whedon suggests in a 2009 article in uh, Nova Religio. Oh, uh, that's my favorite that fanzine. Right, that the uh, social construction of indigo children is a response to a, quote, apparent crisis of American childhood. End quote. In, in the form of increased youth violence and diagnoses of attention deficit disorder and ADHD, uh, Whedon believes that parents label their kids as indigo to provide an alternative explanation for their child's improper behavior. It's, it's essentially mean, it what we were sense. saying before. That's sad. But do you do you you were kind of alluding to this, and Kevin? Do you, I mean, do you, do you think parents do that? Do you see them doing that? Uh, apparently, they, it seems that they do. And my question is, like, so does that mean anything the child does wrong 
whatever it may be, they're like, oh, he's an, he's an indigo child. So well, he's enlightened, so we shouldn't be even worrying about what he does. On Man, the how f- do you get him to mow the lawn? On the flip side. On the flip With side. His mind. Can't you argue, though, that if a kid isn't doesn't have ADD or ADHD to the extent where it's interfering with their life. That even if, let's just say, let's just, a thought experiment here, indigo children don't exist, and ADD and ADHD are real and do. Just a thought experiment. If they aren't on the extreme end of that, is there any harm in just telling them they're special rather than fucked up? Well, in school, yes. There, I don't think, I said not on the extreme end of that, I don't think there is any No, harm. no, I'm saying, like, if... If the kids go around saying, I'm special, I'm the indigo child, I'm, there's going to be kids that are going to have something to say about that. Well, that's true, but then you have the the opposite, the flip side of that, which was, it was a big thing in the early 2000s, and I it may still be, parents saying that their kids have ADD and ADHD when they don't, so that they can get them on these pills. To shut them it's, up, it's, yeah. It's yeah. The funny, it's this whole huge juxtaposition that you have both sides of this going on in the world at the same time it's just parents trying to make sense out of children's behavior from many different angles I yeah. Guess. yeah it's scary on both sides of that i definitely would uh without being a doctor think that it's probably generally positive on behavioral <laughs> things unless it's just uber necessary to kind of skew toward the side of less medication rather than more mm-hmm. medication Right. That just right. has always felt right in my own life. I, I like I, jumping to medication, whether it be antibiotics, the moment someone has a cough. I mean, well, that's, that's why we got us into this the problem that yeah. we're in. Right. To to behavioral. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not like a anti-medication person. I think they're very necessary. But using them in moderation, just like anything else in life, is probably a good thing. Well, but I think that the problem along with that whole thing is just as at fault is these doctors who started pushing these medications for kickbacks and things like that. And they have caused a lot of this to, or exacerbated at least the opioid epidemic and things like that. So what you're saying is that big pharmaceutical is keeping indigo children down. No, because the parents aren't giving it to them They're you know, so they're trying, they're trying to pharma is their direct villain fighter opposite there you know i read that comment indigo yeah. children are born and created to fight big pharma yeah. i, I watch that movie in I the coming pharma wars yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i just want to interject ray how, where are we on cutting brent's mic off <laughs> <laughs> i'm so trying to work out he's okay. got he's got like a steel thing and i'm yeah. trying to cut through yeah, it he's got a, it's like die hard there are yes, seven yes. seven things Basically, wait for the fbi on the three. seventh one i'm through three <laughs> yeah yeah here's where it, it kind of jumps the shark real bad here though for me, at least, there are even religious connotations with this. So remember, our Nancy and by some, Ap- by yeah. some, right? Originally, she noted that one type of indigo child, she called them the interdimensional child, despite being seen as a bully, was expected to lead new religious movements. Paging Waco, paging Heaven's Gate. No shit, you know, new these- religious movements. What we call right. cults. Okay, yeah. And then enter the pagans. Pagan author Lorna. Tatter noted that every pagan woman she knew who had or was going to have a child believed their child was an indigo child. How about that? Every one of them. Now, is that because the pagan beliefs have put onto their child and they're real indigo children, or maybe they're just being hopeful? Then you have S. Zora Kermani. This is a quote. Despite their problems with authority, uncontrollable tempers, and overbearing egos, indigo children are many pagan parents' ideal offspring, sensitive, psychic, and strong-willed. 
but also notes the concept is less about the child's psychic abilities than the parents' own hopes and desires for distinction from the less evolved masses. That does make sense. I mean, it's, I think it is kind of like with the, with the movement of like the anti-vax, it's, I want what's quote unquote best for my kids. Um, and they're kind of saying, well, if I, if I teach them young or, or just hope that they are, and just so happens that they are much better off in the future, then they could use it as a, well, I, they were born that way. Well, but that too, but I think when you get into these whole, offshoot religions and pagans they're just going uh, my kid is because it's better than you because i'm i'm more enlightened than you i don't know john what about daniel klein daniel klein in an essay titled the new kids oh 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 sorry <laughs> oh 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 sorry <laughs> go go ahead he asked me to read this part just to set me up for no, that. No, he set yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just ran with it. Yeah. Thank you. I've, I've tried to cut both their mics off at this point. In an essay titled The New Kids, Indigo Children and New Age Discourse, notes that the magical belief that the innocence of children equates to spiritual powers has existed for centuries, and that the indigo child movement is rooted in a religious rejection of science-based medicine. In particular, he claims that Nancy Ann Tapp derived some of her ideas from Charles Webster Ledbetter, her main thought process being that that, uh, that it emphasizes the connection between children and the color indigo. And the new age adoption of the concept is a reaction against diagnoses of ADD, ADHD, and autism. The, in other words, in essence, in short, it's the same thing that we've already been saying. People are using in, the indigo child uh, label instead of more medical labels. Which, by the way, did you know uh, what Charles Webster Ledbetter's aura is? Yellow. I, I don't. Yellow. I had a pit. Yeah, that's right. I would yellow. say it's got to be yellow. It's yellow lead better. You mentioned yeah. Die Hard earlier. Did uh-huh. you did, did you realize that the limo driver uh, uh I believe his real name is Devereaux White, uh, was also um, the kid in the Blues Brothers. Really? Yeah, I, thought it was I did actor. not know same that. Same actor. That's funny though. What you're talking about though, like what, he, die, he, the Die Hard connection to Blues yeah. Brothers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he. Two great. They're films. just making the same <laughs> points we are, and he also discusses Klein how. The Carol and Tober, the, the, the couple we talked about, they've actually over the years tried to distance themselves from religious beliefs about indigo children in order to maintain control of the concept, even recanting their previous affirmations about auras and how skeptics and new agers alike both make rhetorical appeals to science. They're actually, despite the latter's rejection of it, they use science to legitimize their ideological beliefs regarding the existence of indigo children. So they're doing anything they can to try to, to Hold on to these thoughts, including when it gets way out there. Then they go, oh, no, 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 that's not the the indigo children. Ours are real, not this woohoo religious stuff. So let's 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 take it. Let's take a step back for a second. okay? let's take a step back from the religious connotations. Let's take a step back from this is this is in lieu of of diagnosing somebody with a a serious education or, or or personality uh, disorder, and let's just go straight to to what they're saying on the surface. Mm-hmm. Indigo children are real. They have purple auras, and they are extremely empathic all the way up to having super abilities. Do they exist? Go around the table. On just, just on the surface. On the surface, absolutely not. No. No, they don't. Uh, Assistant Ray? You know what? I think they could, and probably do, yeah. All right. That sounds like the hokiest. Cut his mic off. Does anyone have that power? I, I think he I, does. I, I, I've tried that. I've tried that a few times. Conspiracy still, bot? Still Can you do it? Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait. 
Speaking of, aren't you going to ask me? Conspiracy bot. Do indigo children exist? Not for long. <laughs> Damn, again, I'm trying to cut his mic off too. There's so many mics to be cut off, guys. Uh, I feel lucky. I'm I'm the one no one's trying to cut off. Uh, Yet. I, I'm uh, I'm going with Kevin and Brent. I'm going to say a big no yeah, on this one. Yeah, this is just uh, yeah, a little for much. me. And I, I hate to be the 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 naysayer here, the, the, the spoil sport. sport. But um, this is just people making up excuses for and our, ADD, ADHD, things like that are controllable autism is something that you can lead a completely well-balanced life they call it a spectrum for a reason yeah, people you know, are all over, all it, over right? it you know what there's nothing wrong with getting help for your children you don't have to make up excuses so that you don't get diagnosis and help and i really think that that's what this is a lot of these new age people are also the people that they don't believe in medicines and they use you know twigs and berries to rub it on no. and stuff like that crystals Stop it. Crystals. Well, the, that true, that, 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 yes. But when it's harming children in a roundabout way, I, I really have a problem with it. And that's why I have a problem with people go, well, who cares about, you know, flat earthers? Well, those flat earthers have children and they're teaching them these things. Or who cares about anti-vaxxers? Well, other people get hurt and they're hurting the children. Now you find out about children that are suing their parents in some states for the right to get vaccinated because they're under 18. It's a hell That's, of a weird time we're living. That is in. insane. I'm not as I'm not as black and white on this one as you are. Really? I'm, I'm I am on they don't exist, right. but I think that there is a uh, continuing to use the word spectrum, a spectrum of people out there, and I think that there are people on one side of that spectrum that absolutely need medication and help mm-hmm. for their ADD, ADHD, whatever I, whatever challenges. I, I agree with that 100 um, percent, and vice versa. And yeah. I think that there are folks that are on the other side of that spectrum that um might just be called weird mm-hmm. might just be called different you know um maybe not something that needs to be medicated but they're just not they're just not what we would Some define people are weird without having without any, having those any things. of those things and if somebody is in yeah. on that side of the coin yeah, why don't you just and say they and their their parents tell them that they're an indigo child or that's just what i mean they would that's what they believe if that i mean they're going to be weird anyway like, and I'm not saying they're weird because they have ADD or ADHD. I'm just saying that, let's just say that they're weird for being weird's sake. They're going to be weird anyway. And if that somehow helps them cope, if that somehow helps them uh, feel better about themselves and turn a, a negative into a positive, a, a weakness into a strength, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with it. It's not my, not <laughs> nobody asked me anyway. But I, I just think that uh, I, I think that there are, are like so many things in life, there are traps out there. You know, meaning. Um, you fall too far down that one side of things and all of a sudden you're not getting the help for the child. So you have to, I would work with professionals to figure out how, (laughs) how severe something is, but I just, I don't, I don't see it as 100% negative no matter what. I think where I draw the line is I don't mind when you label yourself something, don't label others that don't have the ability to say no. Sure. And, and that's kind of my takeaway. Gavin, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I, I think that's all true. And I think going back to like, yeah, some kids are just weird and I think we should celebrate that and, and not oh, think yeah, about it as John a, and as I a were weird thing. kids. That's why we got along. You know, I, I wasn't, um, no, you were <laughs> no, you are normal. You present are present tense. Yeah. Oh, present. Oh, I never did well in grammar <laughs> <laughs> past or, participle yeah, or life. Don't yeah. leave it dangling. Uh, <laughs> so that's our thoughts. Guys, what color is your aura? I want everyone. If you've ever had anyone tell you what your aura is, your color. That's your homework. What are they going to do with that homework, John? They're going to let us know in Hysteria Nation. That's our Facebook discussion group. Hop on Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Yeah, when you find it, there'll be the thread for this. 
not only do I want you to tell us, I want to see a gif of the color of your aura. I want to know what aura, what color aura I have. If anyone had uh, has a way to, to let me know that, I'd appreciate it. Mauve. I don't think it's mauve. So I'm an I'm indigo child, essentially. Burnt umber. No, Liz- it's mauve. Alizarin crimson. Alizarin crimson. That's what it is. Okay. All right. Um, Van Dyke brown. <laughs> <laughs> that that guy very specific. No, these, very are, quick these are all the colors that Bob Ross used a week after week. <laughs> there was no mistake. Yeah, no. Just no. happy accident. That's right. And look That's what my parents called me, the happy accident. <laughs> yeah, oops. <laughs> well. Eventually, they found humor in it, at least. So, <laughs> Damn. don't forget, you can also go to Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That is our regular Facebook page. Tweet Consider to us at Hysteria51pod. Patreon, where you can get a shirt, you can get a poster, you can sniff John Go Forth, do all those things. It's not true. Post your own show. Patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. No sniffing. And c and I have the rope, so uh, they probably can. <laughs> Get a rope. 773-669-7277. We're going to get back to voicemails coming up very soon because we have a plethora. We're not going to do them this week. We're down to 100 in queue, so we want to yeah. let them build back up. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, though. Yeah. We're, we're, we're foregoing the voicemails yeah. so we can talk about something called sad times. Sad times. Sad times. That's what we call Woo. it when Kevin comes over. Yeah. <laughs> or when Kevin wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, is awake, yeah. sees a mirror. Uh, Same. Same. Yeah. Right. No, I have a, I have a show that I just started. Uh, yeah, on Kevin, the... Your girlfriend is always smiling. She's sitting in the studio with us. Uh-huh. She's always smiling. Like, does she just take all the happy and, and you, you, you're left with the sad? Or how's that? Wubba lubba dub dub! No, I pay her to be happy. <laughs> uh, usually I got to pay for the happiness myself. So Yeah. Uh, no, I have a, a, a show called Sad Times, um, and uh, each week I bring on somebody, and, and we have discussions about uh, how they are when they're sad, kind of how they act, uh, the type of things that make them sad, and kind of how that's affected their life and how it affects the lives of, of those around them. Uh, I often find that um, I'll get a little too into my head about these things, and uh, I just feel it would be really beneficial uh, if we as people talked a little bit more about the stuff that, that makes us sad. Yeah, and it's... a Right now, he's streaming weekly on Twitch. You can find it also on YouTube. We are going to be working that into a podcast coming out. If you guys want to check it out, just go to Facebook. Look up Sad Times. We have a page. We have a group. Ray and I are going to be working on that with him. I'm running the production of that show coming up. That description of that that show Mm -hmm. sounds like every time I've gone to the bar with you. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to monetize that so I can go to the bar more. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. So I'm here. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, make sure keep your pets spayed and neutered, and also wear those condoms because we don't need any errant indigo children coming out anymore. Sure, <laughs> because I'm not ready for that level of evolution. Because look what the '70s did. Mm, well, they produced me and prog so, rock. Mm, That's my point. Yeah. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Kevin. I've been Ray. I've been John. He's been conspiracy bitch. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? 
Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.